This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. All right, welcome back to Drive the Lane, where for the first time ever, we are recording after a regular season football loss. We're going to talk about a lot of losses from this week. We're going to talk about why Justin Fields isn't playing yet. Not really talk about why he's not playing. Talk about why he should be playing, I guess, is a better way to describe it. Going to talk about how Ohio State's going to win out and still make the playoff. And going to talk about the scenario for C.J. Stroud winning the Heisman. Joey, who was uh, in attendance at the Buckeye game, how are you feeling when the clock hit zero, and how are you feeling right now? Um, I'd be lying if I said I was like super down in the dumps. I wasn't. Um, a little bit of shock. Me and Danny Hummer um, sitting um, with with the coaches' families, the the basketball coaches' families for the game, which was which was fun. Um, we sat in front of. Uh, we sat with Jeff Goodman as well, future guest. Um, which hang on for basketball season. I think we're all thinking about basketball season a little now, but. Um, no, I, I would say the immediate reaction was like just like shock and awe. Like I have not seen a regular season loss in four years. In the game that I did see, Oklahoma, I wasn't even there at the end. So um, that was the first loss that I had seen in, I mean, as long as I can remember. Uh, and then at first I'm in shock and then walking home from the game with Hummer, uh, we were like, realizing like holy shit like this is this sucks like this is terrible and then i started to feel a little down in the dumps but not not uh not super sad because i realized that everything that ohio state wants is still in a sense right in front of them in the sense that and we'll talk about them winning out but like uh at the very least they're the big 10 champions if they went out you know so uh and oregon as bill landis kind of said that's probably the best team they'll play all year um, so yeah, th- that's how I felt. I, what I compared it to was not even the same hemisphere as how I sad I was when Ohio state lost in basketball. It's just not even close in the NCAA tournament. Just not See, what, what's funny about that is when Ohio state lost in basketball, I wasn't really sad because it took me like a few days to be like, Oh wait, that no, like that's not like fake. They act like they actually did lose. Yeah. So like, and I don't have any teammates or friends on the team. Well, I mean, I'd like to think I do, but, but I mean, it was, it was shocking when they lost. Well, it was shocking the way the game was going, but then when they lost, it wasn't as shocking because they had been down the whole time. This is again, we're skipping forward to stuff that we're already going to talk about, but um, like the defense has been bad in the past. Was that like, there was no, like they were like, it was like they were, I don't even know what to call them. They were, they were like traffic cones out there. There was no resistance. It was pretty bizarre because usually like, like usually we're used to the front seven getting a ton of pressure and having lockdown corners. And I feel like we have neither right now. I don't know. I mean, like on TV, does it look the same way? Uh, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Let, let me ask you this. Would it be crazy for Oregon to lose two games in this game? Just not really even matter. Yeah. But then does it matter more? I mean, like, I don't know, like, yeah, Oregon, I guess if they have one loss and they win the Pac-12, they're in over us, right, just right. because they beat us. But it could be irrelevant even if they 
even if they have no losses and win the Pac-12, I don't, you know, who knows what the committee thinks and stuff. So just, just looking at Ohio state's path to get to the playoff, um, Alabama and Georgia are going to play and they'll probably still both get in Oklahoma should probably be in Clemson's got a loss. I, I it, it's tough right now. Looking, looking at the path, but the, the, the thing you do have is you have 10th ranked Penn state and fifth ranked Iowa. So that's potentially two top 10 wins on your resume. Right. Going into, you know, the playoff. So that that's where you have a chance. And and who knows where Michigan will be? They're 25 right now. Who knows where they'll be come end of the season? But but they do have a chance. But what I think has a more realistic chance <clears throat> is I think CJ Stroud's got a chance to win the Heisman. Yeah, I think you look at stats wise, obviously it's off the charts, but like has there ever been a game where like the stats like I left that game, like I was like, dang, like that is CJ Stroud the guy? And then you look at the stats, like, oh my God, he threw 500 yards. Like, maybe he is the guy. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I know anything about football. I don't. I'm not a football guy. I don't, I'm not a quarterback whisperer. I don't know what, I just don't understand how he doesn't run. And when he does, when he is on the move, he seems to make a bad decision. I just, maybe that's because he's young. I just, I don't understand why i mean like jt barrett wasn't the fastest quickest guy but he was a great runner like in terms of like knowing when to run like i don't know maybe that's the one thing and then this thing is out of his control but like and again preface this by saying i don't know football i don't but whenever we went fast hurry up offense like like we scored and did well like but when it was i've never seen us and maybe it's because again we had we had Justin Fields, we had Dwayne Haskins, we had JT Barrett, you know Cardale, like the luxury of unbelievable quarterbacks in the past. They weren't like getting up to the line of scrimmage, clapping twice, and then like looking over the sideline for like 15 seconds, and then snapping it with two seconds left on the clock. Like I, like I don't know. I, I'm the same way in basketball. Like I'd much rather play really really fast in basketball. So maybe that's just that. But I don't know. It, but stats are what wins you the Heisman, obviously. Whether that's winning win loss record or like your literal stats and my man is off the charts in his personal statistics so i, I would let say let me let me let me ask you this so right now he has 778 yards and seven touchdowns okay wow. and the next four games are tulsa akron rutgers maryland iowa looks really good so who knows if that indiana game you know was actually showing how good or bad indiana is let's say they're okay and not what people thought you got tulsa akron rutgers maryland indiana is it crazy to think that he could have over three thousand yards and almost 20 touchdowns after that point i I guess not it's just i don't know (laughs) isn't it it's just so bizarre like i just obviously yeah he could do it and, and i wouldn't be surprised like obviously if you've got a a cj stroud heisman ticket you're not going to cash it out for any sort of winnings yet right you know so i just think unless you lost a different bet yeah i guess um you know i just 
there's so many weird things about Ohio State this year. The defense just looks bad, like for whatever reason. And Kerry Coombs or whoever Combs is who is to blame for it or whatever. Ryan Day, whatever, whatever. Who cares? We're not going to talk about that because people are already talking about it so much. I, I don't understand. For as awesome as the offense is, like Olave and Garrett Wilson, like doesn't seem like we're missing something too. Or am I crazy? Like, I, I'm, like those guys are great, but like there's no guy to like. Maybe they are awesome, but there's no like flashy like Curtis Samuel, like in, like a, what do they call it, an H back or something in the offense? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of like there's no receiver that <clears throat> you want to hand it off to. Yeah, exactly. Like no one to do like a pop yeah. pass to. Like, and you could do that with either of those guys, but that's not their bread and butter. Those guys right. are great base. They're great. Like get like Garrett Wilson is a great route runner. Olave is so smooth, but like. Neither one of them are Curtis Sam- Curtis Samuel, Paris Campbell, like hand it off, like give them a little pop pass and let them go to work. So uh, that's what's interesting to to me is like they're missing they're missing that dynamic which they usually seem to have, and and the running backs are great, but like they haven't established themselves, which is no one's fault yet, I guess, because they just throw them all in there and, <laughs> and rotate them. So I don't know. That's the last thing I'll say about the thing about thing about how much better Ohio State was last year. Once they were like, all right, Trey Sermon's our guy. He's getting 80% of the carries. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they said, and this is us, not as coaches, but I feel like if they said, this is our running back, this is, this is who's going to get, you know, X amount of the carries, then I think it would be a different story. Like, Mayan Williams had 14 carries. Henderson had 12 carries. So that's not like – and T gets zero carries. So it's it's – it's obvious now that Master Teague has fallen out of the depth chart. Do you think – I don't think a 14-12 and 12 split is – like, it's not Kareem – it's not Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think the same thing can be said on defense because it sure seems like they just rotate guys. I, like, we're ta- I was ta- – a guy at work, he played – he played uh, Division One football at Western Michigan. He was explaining it to me. Um, the way, like, the kind of defense that works most – in, in every case, you got to rotate the defensive linemen all the time. And that makes sense. Those dudes are 350 pounds. Like they can only go so hard for so many plays. And it also matters a third and two versus a third and 15, you know, like different personalities you want out there. But I think that the linebackers and the defensive backs probably should be the best guys that we got each and every time out there. And it doesn't seem like they're doing that. Maybe they're trying to find who fits fine. That Okay. But, like, give these guys some consistency. It's just hard to operate, and that's exactly what you're saying with running backs. feel the same way. So, we'll see. Yep, and here's here's the official case for C.J. Stroud winning the Heisman, and it's tied in with Ohio State making the playoffs. So, it's kind of like a combo. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Insane stats the next five games against Tulsa, Akron, Rutgers, Maryland, Indiana. So insane that Ryan Day is literally like, we need to keep this guy's confidence up for the bulk of the Big Ten that we're on the three-yard line, we're going to throw it. We're going to get him more touchdowns. We're right. going to feed this guy's you know ego and confidence as much as we can. So you got those five games, which if they are even close in any of those games, we got bigger issues, all right? Mm-hmm. Then the first real game, October 30th, could be game day, all right? Saturday at home against Penn State. A big C.J. Stroud win. Sets him up for the Heisman. Sets them up for the playoff. Yeah. Then you get Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State to retool, perfect everything that, you know, maybe was exposed in the Penn State game. Finish it out. 
Saturday at Michigan. So you're going to tell me, it, I'm going to tell you this, Ohio State's going to have one loss and CJ Stroud's going to be able to go in at hopefully, I guess hopefully and not hopefully top 15 Michigan win there and then have a chance to play Iowa in the big 10 championship. If you're, if you're, if you're 12 and one, and the one loss is a top team, and you've beaten Iowa, Penn State, and Michigan, and your stats are insane, that says Heisman, that says playoff, and we'll be done talking about it. Spoken like some guy who could win some serious cash if that happens. And it would it would pay me back a lot because of the money I lost this weekend. But before we get to that, we said there's a lot of losses. The Bears and the Browns lost. Don't need to touch on the Browns much because it looks good there. Does not look good for Chicago, but I think you probably have an idea of what could make it at least look a little better. Yeah, I, you know, the the age-old story of everybody who's an Ohio State fan and who's a Bears fan um, is why isn't Justin Fields playing? And now when you're a fan of both, it gets a little annoying. And so I'm annoyed, you know, like not, I'm not annoyed with him not playing, I am, but like, that's a different story. I'm just annoyed with people mentioning it on Twitter from a Chicago Bears perspective, from an Ohio State perspective, from a friends of mine, family members of mine, like everyone is posing the question, which, yeah, no one quite understands why Justin Fields is playing. And there's different ways to look at it. The most reasonable way that I looked at, that I saw was people saying, well, you saw that Tom Brady sat, you saw that Aaron Rodgers sat, and you saw that Patrick Mahomes sat. And my counter argument to that is, Andrew, do you know who their quarterbacks were when, when they were sitting behind them? Drew Bledsoe. Hall of Famer, if I'm not mistaken, um, or close to it. Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, and Alex Smith, who obviously is not on the same level, but a stud and a very he'll formidable. Either, he'll either be in the Hall of Fame or there will be an Alex Smith award or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Um, and who do we have? We've got Andy Dalton. And, and that just, that's what is really frustrating. Is like My whole thing has always been just play the best player. Don't Please don't be sitting there, Matt Nagy, and thinking um, – I'm saving Justin Fields. Like he saw Patrick Mahomes sit behind Alex Smith and then become the guy he is. Okay, fine. But everybody's scenario is different. I would like them to play Justin Fields. He looked solid in the four plays that he played. Like, but don't tease me. Like they're teasing me with having him out there every once in a while. It's really, really, really frustrating. It is what it is. This is a lost season anyway. So, okay, fine. Keep some miles off his tires, so to speak. Fine. But like, if he's the guy, like, let's get that process started. Like, let's I get heard, <clears throat> I heard Kyle Brandt on Good Morning Football today say, I saw this clip, he was like, not to mention that, you know, starting Alex Smith over Patrick Mahomes, he was like, I'm starting to think that that cost them another Super Bowl. Yes, exactly, exactly. I, that's the, That was the thing I was going to say is, yeah, at the time, and when they won the Super Bowl, it's like, great. And then you realize, holy shit, Mahomes is incredible. And the Chiefs defense was even better when Alex Smith was playing. It's like, they might have lost them a Super Bowl. So you're right. They're totally right. So we'll see what happens. I mean, like, it's it's really frustrating. Uh, of course, I'd rather uh, be in the Browns situation where quarterback aside, like, the, a huge moral victory. And, like, you prove that you can play with anybody in the world if you can play at Arrowhead, you know. So it is what it is. Uh, really frustrating. We'll see what happens. Uh, my, my, my gut is that he'll – He'll be starting at some point this year. Uh, I also think that if the Bears want to win, they probably have to throw the ball ball further than 12 yards down the field, which I don't know if you saw that next-gen stat. Every single one of Dalton's passes were, like, under 12 air yards. And when you got guys like Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson who thrive on 
deeper balls. And when Allen Robinson's on your fantasy team, you'd like them to throw it further. So the Bears need to go balls deep. They need to go balls deep. There's no doubt about it. I'm gonna. You just gave me a good idea. I'm gonna tweet from Drive the Lane a picture of the field to Olave touchdown and say, "Hey Bears fans, any idea if this is further than ten yards?" Question mark. Funny. Maybe Kyle Brandt will retweet it. Yeah, maybe he will. Uh, yeah, so that's that's frustrating. Bears fan frustration right now. I saw today we we're getting into the weeds because uh, my my office at my office bunch of football guys. We have a fantasy football league. I lost by less than a point this week actually, but we don't need to talk about fantasy football. Um, we'll talk about fantasy football when it's relevant and when we know what our teams look like. Anyway, uh, we were talking about how the Browns might be better without Odell for whatever reason, whether that's systematically uh, diva, whatever it is. And I was like, fine, they're going to let him walk next year. Probably regardless, if the bears got him, that would be really fun. So that's just something else I've been thinking about is Odell in, 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 uh, in blue and orange. Well, what about uh, Chris Olave in blue and orange? Well, that would be nice too. That would, <clears throat> that would be shades of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase this weekend. Which did you see the video that LSU put out? The coolest video of all time. Yeah, so cool. I want that. Uh, <clears throat> we had a lot of losses. <clears throat> Apart, sorry, I'm, I I'm lost my voice. I guess too. What? How are you gonna tell? You? Keep saying we have a lot of losses. We know. We know. They know. Specifically, the Zolden parlay, which was Browns, Mizzou, Ohio State lost. <laughs> But the the drive the lane parlay, which we need to start never – we need to remind ourselves never to take again, which is Mizzou, Ohio State, Browns, Bears. There is no way that that ever hits all season. I'll be shocked. That's 0-3 and 0-4, which means if you do the opposite of, of our fandom, you would have won a lot of money this week. And you factor in the fact that we all – we lost all our fantasy games, also me and Andrew. So, like, we we really swept the board this week. Unbelievable, actually. I also bet on the Packers. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I actually just took Packers over three and a half points for the whole game, and they didn't even cover that. Yeah, I um, I didn't do any wagering this weekend. It felt nice. I'm done. I'm. Uh, that's why oh, I'm. Pu- that's why I'm pushing the Stroud narrative so I can win some of the money that I lost back. Yeah, get it out in the media. Clearly, people will listen to you. All the Heisman voters, they'll hear this. This is this is how I win the most money this year. Browns win the division. Seahawks win the Super Bowl because we took that because of my dream. They look pretty good. Um, Mahomes MVP. Get a good chance, I'd say. Always. MVP always, yeah. Stroud Heisman. And then Browns. And then Browns also win the Super Bowl. I um one thing that I the Browns and the Seahawks can both win. I have a bet no, we're if 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 they're if, no, they're both AFC. No, they're in it. That could be the Super Bowl. If yeah. that happens, what do you do? Obviously, you root for the Browns, but like, I think the to... Browns odds. The Browns odds are actually better, but I have more money on the Browns, so I think I'm gonna probably cheer for the Browns. Right. I know who you would cheer for, but would you hedge it and be like, "Damn, like I'm betting against the Browns"? Even no, because I would also have our bet. So either way, I would be winning money. Oh right, duh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I. Uh... Seahawks look good. I have a couple of wagers that I don't want to share with you because like, it'll probably jinx it, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, Justin Fields, offensive rookie of the year, probably won't happen unless he starts playing soon. And then uh, Baker Mayfield MVP, which looked so real if they would have beaten the Chiefs. Oh my God. But at the same time, he didn't have a single touchdown. So did he really not have a touchdown? No, he'll be game manager of the year. 
that's tough to win the MVP if he doesn't have touchdowns. But if they are the number one seed in the AFC, he'll be the MVP. Yeah, it's going to take a lot for them to be the number one seed because they no longer would have the tiebreaker with the Chiefs. That's true. Um, I got one more question for you before we head out. It's more of a statement, and I want your opinion. That's how, usually how we do this. We should also know, let everybody know that, that Zoldan is under the weather, and that's why we have a short episode today. So, short episode, so. my, flu, my flu game, strep game, not COVID. Uh, only half of the – this might be breaking a HIPAA violation, but only half of the drive the lane duo has had COVID, and it's not me. Uh, <laughs> it's not top, me. Either. Top two, not two. And <laughs> – um, but my question for you is when we talked last week for drive the lane, <clears throat> Ohio state was undefeated in football and we were nowhere near basketball season. Today we talk Ohio state's not undefeated and we got the full Ohio state basketball schedule. So Joey, yeah. let me ask you two questions. One is a basketball season and two, how fast can things change? Uh, very fast, obviously, to answer your second question. But it's so funny when me and Danny were leaving the stadium, uh, the first thing I was like, well, it's almost basketball season. Like, that's literally what I said. So, yeah, I think the it's going to be good. I got to go to practice um, and watch the guys. A lot of guys were injured and out, so it didn't get a full sense of the team. Um, but a lot of fun uh, to be had with that team. The front court is doesn't get much better than, than um, EJ, Kyle, Joey Brunk, and Zed in the Big Ten. Um, as well as in the backcourt, uh, it'll be a very interesting dynamic. Michi Johnson's got to be big. Justice Sewing's got to be big. Um, it'll be uh, it'll be a blast. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm excited for basketball season. The schedule's insane. Ending with the two Michigan, Michigan and Michigan State to end the year is going to be nuts. I'm going to be get so many freaking games. Uh, Zoldan, you want to come to Vegas for the game against Kentucky? Are you actually doing that this year? You've, you've teased it before. Well, I'm going this year. Last year, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you remember that. Wait, I thought it was two years ago that you were also maybe going to go too. Oh, it was two years ago. Yeah, but that, something came up where I couldn't go. What's, Wait, what's the weekend? It's in December or November. Could be down. Are you going with your dad? I, I'm, I'm going with Hummer and his friends. I, I mean, if my dad wants to come. Could be convinced. Wouldn't take much. Could be convinced. All right, good. So, yeah, but this the schedule's nuts. Every year the Big Ten schedule is nuts, so we'll see how the boys do. Um, but it was uh, it was exciting to be at practice. I uh, saw Kata, saw Evan Turner. Um, obviously saw the whole coaching staff for the first time in a while because of uh, the global pandemic that we um, had. Um, I saw Ryan's – your coach's friend at the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, that was funny, too. Gio was there. We went to Titus's live show, which was a blast. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, that was the only positives of the weekend. So, there you go. I got a way too early hot take for basketball. Let's hear it. Zed Key would start on almost every other team in the country, but he'll be backing up EJ and Kyle. Well, he'll be backing up Joey Brunk. EJ and Kyle are going to play four this year. So you think they're both going to start at the four? No, Kyle's going to come off the bench. EJ will start at the four. Yeah. Oh. And Zed will back up Joey or Joey will back up Zed. But the, but the but the finishing lineup will have Kyle and EJ in together, I think. I think. 
I think that's interesting. Interesting. I I mean, you may actually know that that's what's happening. So I'm not, I'm not going to argue with it too much, but interesting that they'd be like, Kyle, oh, you're coming back, but you're coming off the bench. I think that's interesting, but do what's yeah, best it, for the team. Yeah, but you know, Andrew, you're a basketball guy. Coming off the bench doesn't mean you're playing less than guys. Yeah, but you, not get a, you get accustomed to hearing your name and the bright lights. And Kyle Young's a big spotlight guy. He's yeah. always trying to be in the spotlight. And, and when Kyle Young can only play 25 minutes a game anyway because his body is deteriorating into pure silt, then he'll be just ha- he'll be just fine coming off the bench. So it'll be it'll be exciting. Last question. You know, something we like to do on the show is we say last question a bunch of times because then we could just keep asking more questions. So last question for you, Joey. Yep, hit me. Also, by the way, the tweet's going to go viral of the Justin Fields throw because we do strict SVTs, strictly viral tweets. Right. Um, When is it too early to have a basketball player guest? Like a current player. Whenever. I I think we could have one next episode if we wanted. Maybe we don't need like an analyst like a Seth Greenberg this early, but we could have a Joey Bronk. Could we could absolutely could absolutely have a Joey Bronk. We'll we'll be in we'll be in talks. My people will call their people. Our people will call their people and we'll see what's going on. We also should do a we should do a Dwayne Washington check-in. We should check in with former guests. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well we gotta talk to Jalen, gotta talk to Dwayne, and then talk to the current Ohio State players that we've had, whether it's Kyle, Jimmy. Uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, EJ. Um, if Ohio State loses again, we won't do another football episode. If they lose, like. Quite literally, you guys are here. If you sticked around this long, we considered not talking any football at all for the rest of the season. So, um, but we got to give the people what they want, even though it's not what I want, but that's okay. Well, it is It is what I want because we got to push the C.J. Stroud Heisman. Um, <laughs> somehow they've lost the game and he has the best odds he's had all year. So, <clears throat> I love it. Keep keep voting for him if you're out there listening and you have a Heisman vote. Bill Landis might have a Heisman vote. What if he What if he wins the Heisman this year and then doesn't even start next year? That'd be crazy. I wonder if that's ever happened. That'd be like Kyle Young coming off the bench. <laughs> Literally. Um, last thing, quick shout out, RIP to Norm McDonald. Um, <clears throat> that shit is so unbelievably sad. One of the funniest guys that I can remember being around. Um, whether he was at the desk for Saturday Night Live or um, – I mean, like, he is some of the funniest skits I've ever seen. Um, him with Will Ferrell in Celebrity Jeopardy is what I most vividly remember him from. Obviously, there's some great stuff as well. Um, so, shout out to him as obviously, like, a silent battle with cancer. Those are – I mean, it's – obviously, it sucks, and you never want to see anybody go, but, like, when it just is poof gone – on the outside looking in it makes it a little bit sadder i think you know like a like a chadwick um it's just just unbelievable life is precious so obviously not to end it on a somber note but you know a lot of a lot of a lot of funny clips going around twitter and instagram it's been unbelievable that's the watch of those which is which is exactly what you know obviously a guy like him would want is the fact that Holy moly, my timeline I'm scrolling right now is just flooded with um, with stuff from him. So, uh, you know, just a it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So um, a somber way to end a somber episode, really, honestly, in terms of lots of losses. Um, but we'll be back with a better episode next week. 
very well could be um, very well could be a basketball episode. Who knows? Uh, I will not be in lose to Tulsa. I will not be in attendance for the game this weekend. Um, so maybe they'll actually win. What? Maybe they'll actually win then. Yeah, they're they're one and zero in games. The Joey Lane curse fades Zoldan. The Joey Lane football curse. I mean, that's just not true. But okay. Well, the last game I was at, they won. Fade Zoldan is a reality. There is a gigantic that's, sample. That's true. That's true. All right, buckle up, drive the lane. Go Buckeyes beat Tulsa. <laughs>